I'm Wes. I'm Ed. And I'm Dan. Welcome to the wedding. So on this episode of The Wedding, we are going to be wrapping up our series on Star Wars Visions. We're pretty excited. Um, I'm going to sort of run you guys down on like what we're going to be talking about, the topics of discussion for today. Um, so first, we're going to start out with a 10-point scale ranking of each episode. We're going to go through all of them. Each of us are going to give our out of 10 rankings for each of them, sort of a little bit of why we think they rank that high or that low. Uh, and then we're going to move on to, if you remember, we've talked about in the last two episodes what we want to see more of from Visions, uh, the specific episodes we think could develop into miniseries or full series. Uh, again, these are objective opinions. We're 100% right and don't argue with us, but also argue with us because we need that we need that viewer interaction. We really do. We really we're do. desperate for it. <laughs> <laughs> we're thirsty for it. Please interact with everything. Uh, and then lastly, um, we're going to move on to our own ideas for what we would like to see, just specific things in Star Wars in the extended universe, maybe that's no longer canon, that we would love to see them adapt, uh, maybe even just production companies we'd like to see work on it. Um, but with all that in mind, let's go ahead and start the 10-point uh, scale ranking. Um, obviously, we're going to start with episode one, uh, The Duel, and I'm going to move to Ed and get your opinion on this. Yeah, so... First watching the first four episodes, you know, it was, you know, lower tier for me, but it was still a great episode. Um, but re-watching all of them multiple times, seeing the entire nine episodes, easily top five for me. Yeah. Easily. Um, with that being said, you know, you get to see the black and white aspect that's <coughs> not always the correct, mm -hmm. like, thought. You know, it's not, this is right, this is wrong. You have... It's not Jedi and Sith. Yeah, it's yeah. you see other ideas and stuff, and just the idea of like everything is not easy to see. You know, I think that ranks it higher for me, and I'm giving this episode probably an eight out of ten. Like, it's a really good episode. I see the ideas of like Jedi are wrong, Stiff are wrong, everyone's wrong. Everyone just wants to live and be, you know, there. And I mean, a Sith hunter, amazing. And he is kind of one of the first light Sith we see, mm -hmm. you know, because he, he doesn't completely um, be rid of the Sith ideals, but he also doesn't embrace any Jedi ideals. It, it's mm -hmm. more so that he kind of finds his own way within the bounds of the Sith. Because you would think if he were really going against the Sith, he would have changed his lightsaber color mm -hmm. at a certain point. But he doesn't. And I, I do think it's really interesting yeah. that he's like the first light Sith we ever see. Mm -hmm. I, I do love how this episode also showcases our, our boy doing some nice force powers. Mm -hmm. Stopping the lightsaber mid-swing. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. That's a great way to start the fight. Made, made, made Kylo look like kind of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Really, uh, I mean, uh, a lot of these episodes made canon characters look kind of like a bitch. Mm -hmm. Let's be real here. But it uh, really did. I mean, that's yeah. the power of they animation. They went balls to the wall mm -hmm. with the force powers. Yeah, they were not kidding around. Uh, it was, I love this episode. It was super exciting. Definitely wasn't, you know, the most compelling story. There wasn't really... No. Mm -hmm. You can kind of pick up a couple things here and there. And there's also not a lot of character development. Yeah. The, mm -hmm. the characters are pretty They're static. just kind of put there. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, it, it, it's a good little story. It, 
and it, and it definitely got the blood pumping. Oh yeah, I mean, great great start. I don't think I would have picked any of the other episodes to start off the yeah. series. And I know you, Dan, kind of grew up with the prequels, also. And I mean, we all did. We but all like did. we both love the prequels because of like action packed. Episode three is our favorite because action. I mean, I like the storyline of seeing how Vader fell. Yeah. And I think this episode kind of brings it on to us, too, where it's, like, it's action-packed. You know, we get to see, like, ideas of force being changed. You know, a great duel. Mm-hmm. A droid kind of being, like, R2 saving the whole entire universe, because he always does. And yeah. so, Dan, uh, you're, you have a 10-point scale ranking picked out? Yeah. Having I mean, a little trouble picking it? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say, you know... Without considering the other episodes, I would rank it a little bit higher, but I'm going to use my highest episode as my, you know... As your benchmark. That's, that's my, your 10. That's my 10. Okay. So I'm going to have to benchmark this probably at a 7. Really? That's lower than I thought. I, I'm not going to lie. But uh, it's not a bad well, review. It's, a, it's Oh, absolutely not. It's not a bad review. It's just, you know, it left quite a bit desire to be for the, uh, the character development. You, yeah. I mean, you don't even know the people's names, really. Yeah. The main character is just referred to as the Ronin or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The Wanderer, I think it was what it was. Now, had this you know become a full-fledged series, I mean, I, I can see that problem going away. But, mm-hmm. you know, as a single standalone episode, you know. Yeah. yeah. So you were looking for a little more plot from this. Yeah, a, a, just a little bit more. It just didn't have enough plot. Yeah, I, that's fine. I think the artistry of the episode just makes up for the lack of plot. I do agree that I wanted more just... Um, plot elements to, mm-hmm. to, to interpret here. Um, we obviously don't get that, but it's it's a simply beautiful piece, and it reminds me of, of watching Kurosawa films, watching old samurai films, and, and it's really, you can see why it inspired Lucas so much to make Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So for, for that case, I have to kind of, I have to agree with Ed on this one. I think it's an 8 out of 10. Yeah. It's a great episode. I, I absolutely... Love it. I, I adore the fight scene. The fight scene is superbly crafted. I think mm-hmm. we can all agree on that. But the just the, the pure artistry of, of the animation, of, of the skillful use of black and white and limited color, I think it definitely earns an 8 out of 10 for me. I, yeah. I would put it higher if it had those plot elements. Mm-hmm. And I think, obviously, you yeah. would, too. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I just... Maybe I, I appreciate what it does, you know, more, and while you... Are looking for that looking for that which it lacks, mm-hmm. you know, which I can understand. I, I can. There are definitely some episodes that felt like that. I, I think yeah. you'll come. You'll see where I'm coming from a little bit more as we go on, and you hear more of my rankings. Yeah, I, I, I'm interested to yeah. see where you go with the. Rest I mean, of them. I mean we're, speaking we're, of that, the best episode. We're getting into Up episode next. two, the Tatooine Rhapsody. Now, I'm gonna start off by saying. If we're ranking it overall with all the episodes, it's going to be low. Yeah. But if you rank it as itself. It, like, it would definitely be number nine for me in terms of I episodes. I mean, I think it's for all of us I number nine. Toby if I got to get like a like a kid's episode. Yeah, for sure. But if I'm ranking it by itself, and I think this is going to be as, the yeah, only like, one that I'm going to do. As objective a ranking as yeah. you can give it. Yeah. I'm going to give it like a five out of ten. I don't think it was bad per se i mean it did have some good you know songs in it it did have like a good idea going for it It just didn't meet those standards yeah. and i think 
it was like solo for me. It's a movie or an episode, and even for what you're looking out of for like a kid's yeah. show, it didn't. Yeah, quite and hit like I know I don't have a child's like ideas and all this. Where like they're still growing the frontal uh, frontal lobe, but like I I can see where a kid can be appealed by this. Oh yeah, and like the musical aspect, I think it would grow on a kid and they would like the kid um, but I think one thing I, I get what you're saying you know like when I go back and look at kid shows from our youth you know Billy and Mandy um, Invader Zim mm-hmm. um, all these great Avatar The Last Airbender even some of the old Sponge like Adventure Time and the old Spongebob episodes they're obviously meant for children <clears throat> but they address more they can, they can at least address more ad- adult themes in a way yeah. that's suitable for kids, in the way that Tatooine Rhapsody almost yeah. sort of plays down Where, to children. I mean, playing onto that, I think society has gotten more of, like, harsh about, like, don't give them, like, these adult jokes. Like, look mm-hmm. at, like, the, these newer kids are growing up on the sequels, and they love it because... I mean, kids these days don't watch Cat Dog, bro. <laughs> they miss it they, they aren't growing up with Courage, Cat Dog. Courage to Cowardly Dog. Yeah, they aren't... They're, they're growing up getting horrified by Courage the Cowardly Dog. They're growing up with the Loud House, or uh, God, I can't even think. Of, I can't even think of another kid. Teen Titans Go, which I mean, Teen Titans by far one of the best animations. But reeling it back to the Star Wars discussion, yeah, you know, well, you know, this, this was important. Well, yes, but it was sort of on topic. Yeah, just you know, something about the episode, you know. I, 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 I understand they were trying to, what they were trying to do. They're yeah, mm-hmm. trying to you know throw all these ideas together. You know, this is what Star Wars could be, and I appreciate that. I really do. I like the direction they went. I like the inspiration they had, but you know, in, in practice, it just didn't work. It didn't. They didn't take enough uh, from the original Star Wars, like uh, canon or mm-hmm. even just stuff that actually inspired yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, it, it, I just didn't feel like it was. It could have been in any universe yeah. and been exactly the same. See, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Could, you could do it in Star Trek. I could literally yeah. see, like, in the conference room, these people are sitting there, like, talking about good ideas. And if I was sitting there, I would be like, this is a great idea. But, like, the execution, I feel like, just missed yeah, the and, target. And I, I don't know. The animation also kind of threw me off a little bit at first. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. I, I want to see what you, you two think about this. I almost think it would have been better if it had been its own thing its own show its own series marketed exclusively at children instead of a part of this kind of serious more teen to adult targeted show because i i mean i think you can tell when you watch these episodes most of them are teen and adult targeted Mm -hmm. they deal with pretty serious things a lot of them are really dark really gritty and this one just doesn't fit the tone of the rest of the show. Yeah, but I think if this had I, been marketed as a children's show, like a Disney Junior show, we could probably appreciate yes. it more. I feel like you're on track with something there, but the opening scene of that is Order 66. It's like they start out with like a darker tone, but then they go into this light-hearted... We all watched Order 66 when we were five. <laughs> I mean, we watched that shit happen on the big screen. We saw the entire thing we, we, happen. We watched Anakin burn half to death on the big screen at five years old. We're actual <laughs> children, all right? They're different. But, like, I feel like if this was on Disney Junior, it would do well. Okay, maybe like a Disney show. Yeah, I think it would do good, but I feel like they shouldn't have started out with Order 66. I feel like it should have started maybe... 
him with his master and like him showing him progress in the music theory before going into, you know, just all of a sudden he gets picked up by Hatties and you know he. And the, the main character definitely had plot armor because Boba would have capped him. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. There's no doubt in my mind. Boba turns around. He tries to pull a lightsaber on him. Dude, a yeah. lightsaber. Yeah, he this man hates Jedi. Yeah, he would have killed him instantly. It would have been. <laughs> yeah, dead. Like, even if it was just a microphone, like he still would have been like, "No, fuck uh, you." All right, so let's rank this real quick. Yeah, what, what is what is your uh, on, 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 on a one to ten? I mean, I'd have to give it a, a two. Oh, uh, low, low, low. I, 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 I would never rewatch this episode, personally. Shoddy uh, got low. I, I, I just it doesn't fit. If the feel of the whole Star Wars universe, it, and it, so you're rewatching Visions. Visions is eight episodes long. If I, if I rewatch, <laughs> understandable. If I rewatch Visions, it would not have Tatooine Rhapsody in it. And mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry to the studio that made it. I I do respect what they tried to do. And you were right. If they marketed it as a kids show, I would have looked at it a different light. I I simply just can't give it a higher rating. Yeah, um, I agree with a lot of the points both of you make. I I can look at it. Um, objectively as what it is as sort of being targeted at kids and I can appreciate for what it tried to do because honestly for a kids show it's really not that bad Um, but I do agree there are parts of the animation that just especially just the base like character models seemed small Boba Fett looked like a child yeah it's like that Teen Titans Go (laughs) idea of like yeah, and to me, I, I just, I've never enjoyed that. I like when characters are drawn more realistically and they just, like, size-wise fit in the world better than they do in that that episode. I'm probably somewhere closer to the middle between you two. I think I would go below a five, mm-hmm. but above a two. So I'd probably put myself at around a three and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm leaning between a three and a four, so I'm going to go with a solid three and a half for this episode. Yep. And And... It's not out of pure hate for it. it. It's just I don't feel like it. It fits. Yeah, and the I, overall tone. I of pulled the up the um, studio so that they don't think we're hating on them. It's Studio Colorado. Yeah, and like it, they have good potential. Honestly, yeah. I feel like they could be good. They definitely did what they did well. It's yeah. just not what they, I wanted. Yeah, the conference was probably a great meeting and all this. It just. I don't know if it was a great idea for right after episode one. That right. dark tone to this lighthearted. Yeah. Like, I get that they were going from one extreme to the other, but I feel like that kind of makes it feel bad for them. And, and I do agree, the interchangeability of it d- does not enkindle it to me at all. It definitely gives it some detracting marks. Like, if I can... Almost none of the other episodes I could really see as being something other than, than Star Wars. You know, all of them have at least some f- sort of Star Wars feel to them. And this one definitely feels like you, you could reskin this in any number of ways and have the plot be almost exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And it would work. You know, Dan, I'm surprised you have it so low. It had pod racing in it. You know what? It's going to jump out at 10 out of 10. <laughs> pod racing. Pod racing. Right. It's just in the background, pod, but it's pod racing. Pod racing included? Phantom Menace does it best. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean... Uh, what, would you, what would you give it, Ed? What, what ranking would you give? I'm still probably going to stay at my five Go with it. Five. Um, I'm doing more of like the objective of like... I get where a kid could like this. Okay. Maybe not for my yeah. liking, but like I could see where other people would like this. I'm putting it more in, into like a series perspective myself. Series, 
it, it's a one. I'm, try, I'm trying to take the middle ground here between. Yeah, because I think you're going here. more of like out of the nine episodes, which one? Yeah, I, I, I and I'm doing more of the objective, which I think we all three have a good idea of like our top ten. That's how it makes it our top ten yeah. or, or out of ten. Um, but like Tatooine Rhapsody, it's I don't know. It, it's like it is, solo. For it me. is definitely the weakest. Yes, it's, of the episodes. If I'm ranking it out of all of them, it's definitely always nine. It all it going somewhere. It's zero out of ten because it doesn't have any storyline. Oh, hundred percent. Like, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to see a second episode. It has a, it has a cute little story, but that's about it. Yeah. Um. So moving on to episode three, that is the twins. Yep. Um. Dan, you want to start us off on this one? Give Give some of your opinions about it. So they come from episode two, back to the excitement, yep. throwing you right into it. This is like... I believe this is also Studio Trigger who did, I want to say The Elder? They did The Elder. Yes. I do know that. Well, I, I gotta say, it kind of shows. Cause Both of them, bomb episodes. This, mm-hmm. this is an exciting episode. Uh, a lot different from The Elder. Yeah, it's, it's a lot different from The Elder, of course, but you know, it's great. It shows range. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I do love how they're actually kind of like twisting the canon a yep. little bit in this one. Uh, that's definitely what I wanted to see a little bit more of from yeah. Visions itself. Is more Taking of, actual characters. Yeah, I, I wanted to see more of a like a, a what-if Marvel kind of feel. Yeah. yeah, I get you. And I think that's what they went for too, honestly. Yeah. For and, this episode specifically. Yeah. yeah, and it was by tr- uh, Trigger on yeah. that and Elder, which honestly, great idea. Yeah, and that's like, definitely, they're definitely going to come up when we're talking about what I want to see more of. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to see more Studio Trigger. Yeah, and just what even if they don't continue on either of these, I'd love to just see what they can do. I would love to see Star Wars, Marvel, like anything in be- like any Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. Give me an animation of yeah. Lord of the Rings. I'll watch it yeah. from Trigger. I mean, overall, like they did an incredible job. I mean, there was a couple things that was kind of breaking, like you know, breathing in space. But I mean, a but little it's bit of animation. Explanation. A little bit of ex- yeah, it's animation and a little bit of explanation with a little bit of you know force powers. I'm sure they could come up with something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would have to say I would give this one a a strong seven. Mm-hmm. Strong seven. Mm-hmm. Strong seven. Light eight. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I'm thinking more of like 8, 8.5 after rewatching all of them, of course. Because the first four, it was like probably my second favorite. But after watching all of them, of course, it dropped down. But it's honestly still a great episode. And I love the idea of like the what ifs. Yeah. And seeing still. sort of Luke and Leia. But Luke was still. Yeah, Luke was all about the idea of protecting, where Leia was all about power. Yeah. I just love that idea. We talked about that in, in our first yep. episode on Visions, the sort of duality of the Sith yep. represented in them. Yeah, and then just the idea of, like, Force Powers. It was the best episode on Force Powers, I think. I, hmm. I think, potentially. I, I'm trying to argue with you for the sake of argument, and I don't know if I can yet. I, I need to... I, maybe once we start really going, you'll it. spark an I, idea, but... I, I do really love the part from The Elder, though, where... where Let's wait till we get to the discussion about the elf. Well, he's trying to argue with. I'm, like, to, I'm, okay. just, I'm just meaning, like in terms of like best use of force powers. That it's just tough. There are really good honestly use of force powers. And, all like, nine, all eight. Because <laughs> Tatooine Rhapsody didn't use force didn't even, powers. Yeah, they didn't have force powers. And I think it's also why it's ranked so low. All eight did a great job of like ideas of how the force works. Yeah, and honestly, taking liberties great. with with the force. Yeah. 
Well, on to, on to my ranking of this episode. I'm pretty much in concurrence with you two. I would probably go, again, sort of in the middle ground here. I think I would give it about a 7.5. Well, I think it's a really solid episode, I think the animation has done well. It, it's, at times, a little too out there for me. I can get it. The whole fight literally on the exterior deck of a Star Destroyer, while it looks... Awesome. Was, I could it's a not double star I couldn't get past the fact that they should be literally dying. Especially when um, I forgot the main character's name. Not uh, Leia's Keir, character. Uh, Keir, Keir, yeah. Where he was like on the X Wing. That's when he probably Yeah. He, he goes into hyperspace <laughs> outside of his ship. But like at least with Leia's like what if character, at least she's in the force field thing. So like I, I would say this is probably the most anime. Of oh all yeah, these episodes. Oh, you got the it most. Takes a power. lot of liberties. Wait, just and if, if that's what you're looking for, you might rank this higher. If you were really looking for like balls to the wall anime, mm. this is this is the one for you. Yes. This is definitely the one for you. This but if one, you were looking for Star Wars anime, yeah, maybe not quite what you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, because this would be more of like your like ninety to hundred episodes for one season short, but like. You're like, all right, I got caught into this. I got to watch them all. Yeah. Got like One Punch Man style. I, I definitely enjoyed it a lot. And, you know, I think a solid 7.5. We're, we're all about the, the same on this one. So I think we can and agree sort of between us, we're, we're taking a solid 7.5. Yeah, around I, I think the three of us can kind of agree. Yeah. 7.5 is pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's move on then to the, unless anybody else has something to say about the twins. Nope. Uh, let's move on to the fourth episode, The Village Bride. Yes. I love this episode. Oh, yeah. When, before I had watched five through nine, before I had, I had watched the last five, this was probably my favorite one. I think it was all of our favorites, honestly. Yeah, I think... I, I do I believe we, we all ranked. kind of came to the agreement that it was the best of the first yeah, four. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm still kind of in that in that zone. I know a lot of people like The Duel better, and it, it is... The Duel is a great episode artistically. Um, and just if, if you love the style, if you love the action, it's definitely... You could argue that it's a better episode, but the plot of The Village Bride, I think, is just mm-hmm. phenomenal. And I feel like that's what built on The Village Bride so much. Because, like, yes, rewatching The Duel now is way higher for me. Mm-hmm. But when we first just watched it, we were like, there's nothing to talk about. It's yeah. just The Duel. But, like, yes, watching it again, seeing all these metaphors and stuff, it was great. But The Village Bride started out as, yeah. like, here's the plot. This is what it, it is. It was the first one I could really see going somewhere, too. Like, mm-hmm. really going somewhere in a, in a full capacity. And F is a really good character. That That is the main char- the female Jedi's name. Um, she's a good character. She's relatable. She's going through struggles. You, mm. you, you want to see her succeed, and you want to know more about her. I truly think so. So, um, my initial 10-point ranking is... Probably gonna be pretty high. I'm not, this is gonna be the the highest I think anyone's ranked an episode so far. I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Eight point five. I love this episode. I love her lightsaber. I love the style of it. I think the art's great. You know, you you can make an argument that it's you know maybe not rudimentary, but but very like basic. It's it's very basic anime, but uh, I I just loved it. I love the characters. I would love to see more of it and. <laughs> Her lightsaber was badass. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yellow katana blade, that yeah, was yeah. awesome. It, it made was... me want to go to like Saber Forge or something and be like, I want to get a katana blade. 
already <laughs> already got one lightsaber, you know, five hundred dollars. <laughs> Why not just spend another five hundred for another easy, lightsaber? Easy one. Yeah, so it was really cool. Her, her, God, that fight scene. It wasn't really even a fight. She no, just, it was. No, no, she just cuts the guy's <laughs> eye. That, that was the other thing. You know, it was like such a simple, quick, and she just ends. But it was like. And it shows the power of the Jedi really well, too. And honor. It was, like, all based off honor. Yeah. It just seemed like... Well, she didn't even kill... Like, she could have killed him. Like yeah, she had but every it, right he died from shock. Him. Honestly, he died from shock. And that's a crazy way to die. Yeah. It, 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 like what you said, Wes, like, really, this was definitely the first one where you're like, man, I could really see this being expanded out into a real mm-hmm. flushed-out story. And that, it got me really excited when we first watched the one through four. And I'm still excited about it now. If they made a series about it, you bet your ass I'd be watching that thing. Yeah. Every single episode. And I think one of the reasons they rank it so high is because it is sort of, I think, the turning point of the series. Mm -hmm. It's what really got me interested to see where the last five went. Because when I'm watching the first four the first time, I was kind of like, man, these are are good. They're all right. But, like, you know, when are we going to get to a little more Star Wars-y stuff? When are we going to get to, like... Some big action scenes. I honestly think we made the right idea of just stopping on four for the first episode. It left us on a cliffhanger. I mean, yes, they're not, you know, tied in with each other. But, like, we were just like, I want more. And, like, I mean, we all heard from others that the next five are amazing. And And we're just like, they're better than this episode, which I think they are. They they are. Not all of them, but, like, you know, two. There are two in particular that are better. We know which one we're thinking of. I mean, honestly, you, you can't discount this episode, though. Excellent episode. Yeah. I think it's been a little overlooked, too, and most yeah, of the yeah. stuff I'm seeing, people aren't talking about it as much, and I I don't get it. I, I think it's because it has a lack of actual action in it, which I don't really... Well, and, and I don't think anybody watched what, like we did. I think a lot of people binge-watched. I think a mm-hmm. lot of people watched all nine episodes in a very short span of time while we actually took our time to consider yeah. each episode first, and like... When you really sit down and consider this episode, it is way better than people are giving it credit like, for. Like, we don't take notes, per se, but we, like, take ideas and stuff, and, like, that's what we're talking about on the podcast, and I think that made us, like, really love this episode, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And because of that, I think I'll have to give it a, an 8. An 8? An 8. Solid 8. Getting See, solid eight. I'm giving it the highest out of all of us at oh, a really? 9. Oh, oh. 9. I think, Averaging out at an 8.5. Yeah. So, the reason why I'm giving it such a high score of a nine is because like story i can see it going somewhere i want to learn more about f and, you're intrigued yeah yeah and, and and I, the wander yeah. and like it's just such a cool thing i like i understand that the separatists like left and these bandits took over but like even more like i just want to learn more about these planets that they're visiting because you know her master was and there. more about this sort of really unique version of the force that you see from like these Native peoples who are maybe less developed, you know, mm-hmm. like they're not, they, they seem to not be a predominantly spacefaring planet, mm-hmm. you know, they seem to be very connected to their planet. And that it's interesting the sort of idea that, like, the more connected, the more isolated you are on your planet, the more connected you are to the force of yep. your planet. And I it really liked that. And it took Japanese style. Like ideas of like the earth is one yeah, and all, and yeah, they, naturalism. Like it's amazing, and I mean we don't get that enough in the U.S. No, it's, it's a superb episode. I, I 100% agree. 
So uh, I think we've just about wrapped that one up. We we averaged out on an eight point five on this one. So of course, my opinion again is objectively the right one. Okay. <laughs> so uh, moving on to most people's favorite episode. Yeah. I I don't know if I'd say it's mine. It's definitely top three though. Um, the ninth. Jedi, uh, Ed, you want to? Yeah, I'll say this away? one off because this is my favorite. Yeah, um, just because of plot, you know, the idea of like the Sith were trying to, you know, take over this little Jedi, Jedi fucking them up. Honestly, it was amazing. First time we get to ever see a Jedi yeah. take on multiple Sith. And then you had Man, the um, Saber Smith creating these ideas of like the Saber. You know, the kyber crystal turning a ter- certain color based off of what they feel and stuff. And I yeah. just think it was so cool. Then you had, like, the idea of, like, how it clouded that one Jedi's vision. Yeah. And he turned to a Sith because of this. And, I mean, we see that with Anakin and all this. Because and he's they, obviously sort of a dark Jedi. Yeah. He, 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 maybe he's he like a mace say He's more like, yeah, more like he's a gray like, Jedi. Yeah. But he's not an evil person, mm-hmm. but he can be corrupted by an overwhelming presence of the dark side of the yep. force. And I was also very excited about the Sabersmith's daughter because, I mean, you saw... Badass. At the very beginning of the episode, she, you can already tell she knows how to use a lightsaber quite well. Mm-hmm. And... And that, he says she's a natural. Yeah, and when yeah. She, she picks up the blade for the first time, if you remember, she was able to extend it and... Uh, Retracted. And, yeah. and it gave us hope. Like, we saw darkness at the beginning, right? Where her father gets killed. But we see hope. Like, you know, this Jedi Master is like, I will take you in. I will train you. Yeah. And I just want to make sure. It was classic Star Wars, I feel like, for mm-hmm. us. And, yeah. like, I feel like I could easily see more episodes. Like, I want to see oh, where yeah. they go. See them kind of like a Fallen Order. Like, they want to go get more, you know, Jedi and save the Jedi Order. Yeah. It, was, it definitely felt the most, like... They just dropped me into the middle of a season of a Star Wars. Yeah, show. it's like when your yeah. friend is like, "Hey, watch, you know, Naruto, but watch episode thirty-six of like season four. You're like, I mean, okay, but it's like the best episode that they have. And you're like, I want to watch more. Yeah, it, it seemed like we we had just witnessed like a turning point in a story. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and man, why can't I know more about this story, please? Yeah. So with all that, I'm ranking it perfect ten out of ten. I, it seems high, but I think it's the most complete story out of them all, and I think it's just like the most that I want to see more of. Perfect tens are really hard to come by for me. Yeah. So I'm gonna let Dan go first, and then I'll give my. Right. He gives it a four I, out of ten. I'm interested <laughs> to see where Dan goes. So, with this. I mean, with everything we've already discussed, plus, I mean, it had had a great scene with the comedic relief, the robot, mm-hmm. like, like, you know. I had my break. (laughs) Shows like. Pay me up. You know, a lot of shows like that, like, they'll have, like, those cheesy comedic relief. Like, that was actually, like, it was pretty. Uh, It made me laugh. It honestly. It it made me laugh. It felt like our childhood. Like, if we were sitting there watching SpongeBob, right? We don't get these adult jokes, but, like, that was an adult joke, and it felt like our childhood that we rewatched. Yeah. I mean, overall, like, man. Whoever made that shit, they knew exactly what they were doing, and they they did it so well. Uh, it, it isn't my favorite episode, so, I mean, unfortunately, I can't give it a 10. But, man, it, is it so good? I'm going to have to give it, like, a 9.5. Mm-hmm. It's almost... And it was by um, project, Production IG, just so everyone knows. Really, the only thing that this episode was missing for me was the Star Wars grittiness that I was looking for. Just 
man, it had everything else. It Just, lacked that, but it made up for it with like the oh, idea of like well, Star Wars. It and was it was definitely for the most part a little more black and white. You yes. know, there, there there was other than the one character, there were clear lines between Jedi and Sith. Something I'm usually just not a fan of in Star Wars in general. I, I like for there to be sort of a gray area yeah, between the, the, the two. The complexity with the characters. Because obviously you don't want to just look at a dude with a red light and be like, oh, he's automatically just bad. Yeah. I mean, I get that. But uh, A little bit more depth to their characters. But it brought nostalgia to me. There, there yeah. was just beautiful animation. A good blend of 3D and 2D animation. The hand-drawn animation was just beautiful. The, the lightsabers felt, felt really good. Some of the best lightsaber animation, I think, from the whole series, especially when you consider that all of these were actually really classic lightsabers. Mm -hmm. You know, not sort of this katana take on a lightsaber. They were actual just classic lightsabers. So, like, they took the idea of, like, Star Wars animated. Like, literal. They're like, this is an animated Star Wars show. Um, I love it. It is not my favorite episode. It is probably my number two, though. So I'm going to have to actually agree with Dan here. I think I'm going to give it a 9.5. Yeah. I mean... I mean... I this is, a, this is a solid 9.5. I mean, you know, I don't rank stuff much higher. This is going to be my by far my second highest ranking. I don't think any of the other episodes will even crack a 9 for me, except for one, yeah. which will definitely be a 10. Yeah. See, and I'm I'm just the opposite idea. I mean, we both, we all, honestly. It's know. sort of like you got what you were looking for in this one, yeah. and we got what we were looking for. Yeah. But in like, the ones we're going to talk about. No matter what, both of the episodes, I would want to. Oh, amazing! And yeah. I think we all agree that that the, the two we're thinking of are the strongest episodes. They're the ones we most want to see more from. Yeah. And um, and we know what that is. It's Toby. <laughs> yes. Moving on to Toby. <laughs> all right. I want to start out with Toby myself. All right, yeah. Dan, Dan, start us off. Uh, let me tell you what, I kind of loves Toby. I did I too. Say too right? Look, I, you can't watch this episode and not love this episode. Like the, Toby's just, he's a great guy. The, whenever he goes, he, like, he wakes back up in the professor's, like, just his coach there. You're like, no, not, no, not, not the, professor. the professor. Yeah, like, you barely knew this man. Little Astro Boy fucking looking ass dude, and man. It took droid stories to another level, and I loved it. By far the best droid story I've ever seen. Honestly. But they did make a, this droid very much force sensitive, which, which might open the doors for so much for more. Bonk droid! Dude, yes! I, look, Darth Gonk! Let's go! That and Jar Jar, you know, we. Gonk is his master. <laughs> <laughs> he taught him everything. He, <laughs> he taught him everything. <laughs> That's gonna be a bonus episode for us. We're just gonna do a bunch of like Gonk droids <laughs> and Let me Jar Jar. The, the animation for this, I loved it. I, I love mm-hmm. the, the nostalgic. It's Astro Boy, dude. Nostra- such a nostalgic animation style. I, I loved how upbeat it was, but it also had those dark undertones that you would expect from the oh, Star yeah. Wars. I mean, obviously. Very good. Professor mm-hmm. dying. And. I, I I love the conclusion of it as well. It was different. Like yeah. oh yeah, he he wasn't going out f- to get like glory or to or to stop. He somebody. just wanted to prove to his master he could do it. Yeah, that and he just wanted to spread life. What yeah. his master he wanted. wanted. Yeah, he wanted to fulfill his um, master's dream. Ideas. Yeah, to to put life where there isn't, yeah. which be- is a which is a beautiful goal. Yeah, and be- it really is. And being a robot, you know, pre- you know, theoretical indefinite life. Who knows what this man could have accomplished. And 
there's some interesting little symbolism in the fact that the Kaiba crystal was literally inside him. Oh, well, also he was reborn. His Padawan was reborn as a robot. I mean, we see ideas of like afterlife, you can still be connected to the world, which is amazing. And I think Toby really did what Tatooine Toby did what Tatooine Rhapsody should have done, which is not treat kids like like imbeciles. Yeah. You know, because I feel like a lot of kids shows these days treat kids like they're stupid. And don't get me wrong, yeah. kids will sit down and watch something so, like that. So, I think Toby gave, like, this idea of, like, here's the story, here... It's like uh, mythology, you know? Like, you taught those to your yeah. kids, and, like, there's a moral to the story. Where Tatooine Rhapsody didn't have a moral to the story. It's like, oh, you know, you just get out of problems by singing yeah and he's the perfect children's hero toby is i really think so he's a great inspiration for kids for sure yeah i I do uh, appreciate what uh toby does compared to the tattooing rhapsody like you said ed uh it really does miss out on something i think it's really just tattooing rhapsody was made for like five year olds max and and toby was like as an eight-year-old, like you could probably understand yeah. this and the concepts decently well enough. But then, as a five-year-old, you can still watch it and enjoy it because yeah. it's very fun. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a fun. It's bright. It's colorful. It's it's cutesy, but not in a demeaning way. Mm-hmm. Like if you were a child and watching this, you wouldn't really know what happened to the professor. You thought he might have just left. Like you kind of got the idea, mm-hmm. but you would have thought like, oh, maybe he's just gone. Yeah, he had to go stop him or something. Yeah. You know? I love that they don't have to like tell you anything as well. They kind of just show you, and you can kind of get the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really was an intelligent kids show. Yeah, yeah, and I think in that sense, there could definitely be an argument to be made that he, Toby, would make a really good extension for some of these shows to like into potential series, just because like. It would be a good way to adapt Star Wars for yeah. little kids. So, what do you rank it, Dan? For me, I wanted to give this, uh, and I'm only going to rank it this low because of my other episodes. I would have to say either a six and a half to a to a seven, really. Okay. So, what would you rank it if it was a kids show, like exclusively a kids show? If this was a kids show marketed for kids, and I knew this and going into this episode, I'll probably give it like an eight, yeah, at least. So for me, I mean, as a total episode, I would probably give it around a six also. You know, it's better than, you know, Tatooine Rhapsody. By far. By far. But that was the overall of, like, two children and to us, where if it was a kid's show, I honestly think it's, like, almost a nine and a half because it fits the yeah. idea of what I it's, would want. It's very near a yeah, If I had show. a kid, I would love them to watch this show. Yeah, yeah. it really was a wonderful show, wonderful episode. I don't really think you can really complain too much about it, other than you know it's not the adult themes. You're, yeah, yeah. All and the adult themes you're looking for. That one and Tattoo and Rhapsody definitely are the most thematically separated mm-hmm. of the entirety of Visions, which is a complaint I have with the the series as a whole is that there's not a lot of thematic cohesion, um, and I know there's not really supposed to be, but it's something I would like to see. Um, but onto onto my ranking. Uh, my personal ranking is going to be about the same. I'm, I'm going to go a, a solid six and a half. I don't think I'm moving from that. I think it's a mm-hmm. definite six and a half for me. And if it was a kid's show, what would you... Honestly, if this was a kid's show that was going to be developed into a full kid's series, 10 out of 10. Yeah. If I'm looking at it as objectively as I can for like where I want my kids to watch this, 
And would I be okay with watching this with my kids? 100%. It's a bonding experience. I would give it a 10 out of 10 in that sense because while it's not perfect in its own right as like judging it as an adult, I think judging it as what it was and what it was meant to be, it deserves a 10 in that that sense. I would, if it was a kid show, right? SpongeBob's 10 out of 10 for me. That's where I start my 10 out of 10 for. This is like right there. I mean, it's it's not... I mean, we don't have that many episodes. We have one episode. And it's, but SpongeBob what, is like 13 16 seasons. minutes? Yeah. yeah. If 14? They, if 14 they, minutes. If they made a series with the same spirit as Toby, every episode was, there would be zero problems with It would this. be The Loud House, but a lot better. It, because I've watched The Loud House because I have little sisters. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, it's good, funny, oh yeah, haha. I get the dad jokes. But like... It's not a good storyline. It's not like Adventure Time, where yeah. we grew no, up. No, Adventure Time is a 10 out of 10. That yeah. is, in my mind, other than Avatar The Last Airbender, I think it is the best kids show of all time. But, like, I feel like if this was more like, not like courage and scariness, but like courage and like storytelling, mm-hmm. easily 10 out of 10. Yeah, I, I think we're all in agreement. This, this was a solid episode, even though it's not our highest ranked. Mm. I mean,. As an episode, I think we kind of agree it's about 6.5. Like, just a general cohesive agreement, it's about 6.5. My favorite episode, Dan's favorite episode, The Elder. Oh my god. The Elder. Just look, for me, it's villains. It's all about the villains. Mm -hmm. And there is not a better villain. I don't even know, if, if we could get more from The Elder, if we got about six more episodes from The Elder, there's not a better villain in Star Wars. I, um, I am willing to make that argument. If we got six more episodes of The Elder, 100% he's the best villain in Star Wars. But if we got one episode of Dark Jar... Uh, Dark Jar, <laughs> it's... Dark Jar Jar's not a villain! He's Jesus he? Christ. <laughs> you're right, you're right. I love how they basically say, like, this guy was so powerful, he could have wiped these he two Jedi off. He got bored of the Sith. Like, that's crazy to think they weren't violent enough for him so he had to leave like what he got sick of having to kill all his ac- acolytes yeah, I think like, he practically says that he's like I was so sick of everyone trying to kill me and me killing everyone he's like I couldn't even get stronger because all these weaklings were attacking yeah I mean like come on like god such a bad and oh, his eyes <laughs> one of my favorite takes on Sith eyes ever, and there are a lot of good takes on Sith eyes. He doesn't open his eyes until he has a worthy opponent, which is amazing. He has like the Darth Maul style of like the he's got really full red and then like black eyes mm. with the yellow irises. It's just Chef's kiss. Yeah, I, chef's I, I, kiss. Speaking of what you just said, Ed, I, I loved how he doesn't open his eyes for the. The Padawan, because he he's, knows. He's, he's just not worth his time. He doesn't need to. He doesn't even need to look at this man. He doesn't really open his eyes on the Master well, until I mean, like, after what, his first hit. And it's like, I mean, like oh my. What, what is it he says? He's like, it's a decent defense, but it, it's rudimentary. And then he, he just like, fakes him out. This dude, this dude was a menace. Yeah. An absolute fiend. He put terror in the Padawan's eyes within just the first second. And like, that's what Darth Vader was doing. I mean, if you read Legends of Darth Vader, you're like... I'm scared of this man. What's the what's the one quote? Um, Give up, you're surrounded. I'm surrounded by nothing but fear. Yes, <laughs> I've read that comment. It's so good. Dude, Darth Vader's a badass. And, uh, if, so the Elder, I think, is more powerful than Vader if Vader had the suit on. But if he didn't have the suit on, I think Vader would 
easily uh, kill them. I, I don't, the, the, the elder sounded like he was pretty powerful when yeah. in his heyday. And it sounds well, like he, to, he was mobbing. To be fair, Lucas has kind of said that like Anakin pre Mustafar pre getting like almost killed was, was the most powerful. And I've I've read like legend. I've read read legends of Which, Anakin. Like you, you could you, you could argue that's not true because uh. Well, he's not canon anymore, but Darth Nihilus. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he can pretty really... powerful boy. <laughs> I don't... Uh, what's what's his name? Uh, Darth Bane, the guy who literally holds himself together through rage. <laughs> Same game. And then there's Darth Sion, who yeah, who Darth Sion, who literally like... doesn't die because he hates so much. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Darth, Darth Sion. He's literally. I think he says it in the game. He's like, I'm literally bound together well, by he, my rage. He literally just takes his anger and heals himself. And He's like insane too. I mean, Darth Bane even. But is like, the Elder, I think, is up there with some of those crazy old school, old Republic. Yeah. If he, if, if he was given a name, he would be up there. Darth, Darth whatever he was. My he, God. Darth Elder. Darth Elder. <laughs> He's coming in. Darth Eldicus. Yeah. And I love how they also made him look old and feeble. Like you, you know, the classic. Like, I mean, oh, you don't. You can tell he good. was almost like Dooku. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He was weak. In the sense that he was old, but he was powerful with like the Force itself. It was crazy. Yeah, he, was, he was like the Yoda of the Dark I mean, Side. They, they all said, "If he's prime, yeah, he's clapping." He's peace. literally like the Yoda. I feel like on the Dark Side. You know, it's crazy to think that. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just love the idea of you could do such an offshoot of the explanation of him just leaving the Sith in the first place. Yeah, there's just so much that could go with I it. Think people would, people would watch that. Yeah. So what do you rank it, Wes? Easy 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. It, it, is, it is hard for me to give a 10 out of 10 to, to anything. It really is. It is an easy 10 out of 10 to me. It is the benchmark for what I want from the... If if, if Vision goes if Visions goes on to have 10 seasons, it is the benchmark for it what I want. It better have each one. It's, it is the benchmark from what I want from a season. Yeah. And, and, and unless they produce something better, which... I mean, I guess it's possible. It's possible. See, I think the Ninth Jedi is the best, but like that's just more of my ideas of like how I grew up, how I like the idea of how this worked, how it fits Star Wars to my mind. You know, because Star Wars is a different framework, but this is right there. I mean, y'all gave the Ninth Jedi nine point five. This is like at least a nine point five, nine point seven five. It's right there, and I would love to see more of this. You know, but. I just think the Ninth Jedi is more of what I was going for. Yeah, going into visions, the Ninth Jedi definitely has more potential. I think for a, a series, a longer that, series, because yeah. it just has more characters, and you could easily tap into that each perspective. You could see, of the characters. but as a, as a solo work, I think you and I yeah. just kind of agree. The Elder just yeah, and yeah. takes the, a kick. The Ninth Jedi, you could easily see ten plus seasons, where the Elder is probably more of like a three season at most, but it's a very good detailed storyline. So I think I see where you guys are coming from for sure. So so we're gonna the rating for this the average is about the same as Night Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, it's a little higher. He kind of gave it a nine point seven yeah. five. We're we're almost leading to like a nine point nine for this one. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you guys both gave it a ten. Where sure. Night Jedi, you gave it nine point five. Yeah. We we both were at nine point five. So Night Jedi is ranking about a nine point seven five for us. Well, mm-hmm. this one's ranking like probably close to a nine point eight, nine point nine. Yep, which is I mean amazing. Which is is, is it fits fair, in. you know, they're they're both great episodes in their own right, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so moving on to the we're going to the last two now. Obviously yep. they're they're steps down, unfortunately. Not that they're bad episodes. Um Lapinocho. Uh Ed, you wanna give your yeah, opinions okay. on this? So you Lapinocho. have sex with that bunny? 
I don't know. I don't know what the fuck she's doing in Star Wars. That's my first yeah, she, idea. She literally looked like they pulled a, a Pokemon yeah. out. She looks like Judy Hopps. Oh, it's like looks what like is they this? They Judy Hopps from Zootopia in Star and Wars. And like, yeah. so when we get into like ideas of like what we want, I mean, my idea isn't like fitting the Star Wars theme, but like a bunny as your main character. It just it does take you out. Yeah, for sure. And it, I love the idea. Like, the, okay, that outside the story was great. I oh love yeah, the, the story. general plot. Line I love the idea of the father. Really interesting. Yeah, the father always loving no matter what side you are. You know, both sisters fight. I mean, in our childhood, we both are all have like you know siblings. Yeah. And you know we kind of like headbutt it and stuff, but you know there was those days where we're like, oh hey, you know, especially now we're more you know yeah. inclined for siblings, but. I see where they were coming from, where, like, one wanted more power, the other one was like, oh, thank you for saving me. But I just, it lacked something, and I don't know what it is. I don't there know. A, there was just a key element that you didn't feel like yeah. it, it fulfilled. And the bunny did not help. Yeah. Honestly, uh, the bunny made it worse. Yeah, I, I don't want to harp on something like this, like, a ton, but it, it is hard not to look at, because there's, it's, it's just... Predominant. It, it is jarring, because there is no other species we've seen in Star Wars films. And there's no one else like there's no no one else on this planet okay. that looks like that. If we at least went back to our planet, it would make more sense. I would be like, okay, I'm fine. I'm on a bunny planet. Whatever. But it's not it's a human planet with a bunny. And the Empire is all human. It's like what? I mean they should have just made her a race that exists in Star Wars already. You have plenty of races that stand out. I mean from don't humans. make it like a transosian because that's like yeah, look down upon, I guess, but like, make it like I you could have made her. You could have made her a Twi'lek. You could have made her. Um, uh, what is it? What is Ahsoka's? Uh, 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 Togretta. I, I think. Yeah, like, I, I think a Twi'lek would have fit the uh, narrative perfect. of the character. Because well. she was a slave. Yeah, uh, most she's Twi'leks looked down are. upon for her race. And the Twi'leks were eventually enslaved by the Empire. Didn't they mm-hmm. cover that in Rebels? Yeah. yeah. And they. I mean, we know a lot about Twi'leks. It's just like it would made a mo. And Most it would have been a familiar race too. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been this jarring new, brand new race that only exists in this episode, and likely will only exist in this limited narrative. Now, with that lacking, it makes up in the ritual aspects. I love the idea of taking the Japan rituals of like passing down, you know, family yeah. generations and all this, and you know, not just owning your family like you know the person did with going to the empire. It's just like, I think overall, as long as you take the bunny out, it's a good episode. But the bunny just the general plot line, I think, is very enjoyable. It's, yep. It is about an adoptive daughter that comes to really understand family more than um, the boss Saburo or whatever his name was. Yeah, more than his daughter ever could because the thing is, she she never experienced what it was like to not have one. Yeah. And I think it's a great plot line. I, I think it's it's enjoyable for all ages. I think kids mm-hmm. could watch it and really enjoy that episode and still. I think that's what they were going for with the bunny. They give it to the yeah. younger kids. I love how they made the Empire guy have such a punchable face. Oh mm-hmm. my god, dude. I just you wanna reach through the through the screen and just throttle this yeah, man, yeah. this little green ear bitch. <laughs> he seemed like the Joker to me, kinda. Yeah. Like he wasn't the Joker me. Like, you know, he funny dude but he's like with the bad guys and he just wanted attention dude, yeah. oh my god he was such a dick too yeah my god. Asshole. absolute asshole. why couldn't we see him die in that episode yeah. come on so, give it to me overall I'm giving it still a higher score 
Probably a 6.5 to 7 at the most, depending on what mood I'm in to watch it. I'm probably leaning towards about a 7. Yeah. I think. I would say, uh, you know, considering the story, I loved the story. It was, oh, yeah. Great plot. It, yeah. was, it was a great story, and I love how it mixed, uh, you know, Jap- Japanese uh, traditions with uh, Star Wars as well. They, they did a really good job of that. Uh, really, my biggest complaint was really the bunny thing. Like... It just, it just throws sense. you out. It doesn't fit. It just, yeah. yeah, it just simply doesn't fit. If that was in Tattooing Rhapsody, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah it would have fit in Tattooing Rhapsody. Even Toby, I feel like it would have been okay in. Like, yes, it's a droid episode, but it at least fits. But then the rest of the animation in that episode is really gritty mm-hmm. and really sort of down to earth and almost. Then, and then you have this nice fluffy bunny. She, only, <laughs> she almost looks like you would like... She's like Lolo... Um, yeah, uh, it's, like, it's like watching Space Jam. Yeah, yeah, it's like, what are you doing here? Yeah, she doesn't look like she's gonna about to be badass. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, was okay. she? Yes. She was definitely badass. Did she look like she was going to be? No. And, and the action, great. The, yeah. the fight scene yeah. was wonderful. Fantastic. With, with all that being said, I'll have to give it a 7.5. And it gave great weapons, too. Like, we didn't, haven't even talked about like any of the weapons that we've seen in this animation, but this no, is one of the best. A lot, a lot of the traditional Japanese weapons Japanese. almost... And made to be energy weapons. It was like nunchucks, I get. I don't know what the... I like, still don't... I, 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 it was like a multi-nunchuck thing, and it was amazing. The, the, I, I didn't like how it also made it to where it seemed like the lightsaber was on par with these just random Japanese weapons. I agree. That, that didn't really make much sense. But they're also like energy... Because remember um, from Solo, the the boss guys, he's got those like energy it, it's like dagger a, things yeah, yeah. That, are all, that are as powerful as... Not as powerful, but like they can cut through things. Like so, what we're saying is, we want Star Wars to take more of these ideas of weapons and making them lightsaber types. Honestly, it is interesting. If if they made the idea of a lightsaber a little bit more sacred and uh, powerful, that that episode. This episode did a great job, honestly, with that because the lightsaber was passed down. It was sacred, you know, one of its kind, and we saw the Empire not using any lightsabers. True. Yeah, overall, it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. You can't complain about that episode as a whole, really, I don't think. Yeah. It, it, as a unit, it, it was sufficient. Oh, yeah. Uh, I agree. So it seems like we got a mean score of about seven. Seven, yeah. yeah. So once again, I'm right. So I'm right about everything. So yeah. take my take my word as gospel. I am Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to the final episode. This... Was at first a controversial episode for us. Uh, so it's Akakira, I believe, is what it's called. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to any native Japanese speakers. I probably butchered that. Um, it might be even Akari. Did not like it at first. Yes. Loved it on a second viewing. I, I am the same because when I first watched it, I mean, I liked it. I just couldn't get with the style. The animation just it, it, you didn't, hit me. At first, it didn't feel Star Wars but exactly. Watching it again... And it still doesn't. I, I would like to read no. it. It still doesn't. No, it doesn't feel Star Wars, but as an animation, as just a classic... Uh, in, oh, I it, loved it. And honestly. it had a pretty nice story to it, too. Yeah, yeah, actually, especially for it being the shortest episode. Yeah. yeah. Solid story. It, 13 I, minutes. And I love how standout-ish it was with the story as well. The only one with a sad ending. The only it's not one. only sad, incredibly dark. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like we don't know anything really about the characters, but we kind of connected with them too. Oh, yeah. felt like it, it definitely weird. out of the box pick for something I would like to see more. Yeah, of. it was more of like you were thrown in the middle of an episode or like series again, 
wait, a little bit less th- this was a than much, like the Night Jedi. Yeah, this was a much grittier take yeah. Oh, yeah. on Star Wars. By far the most gritty. It reminds me of like the Clone Wars season seven where like everything fell apart right there and you knew it was gonna happen. And it felt kinda like that. I mean Clone Wars is yeah. still one of the best yeah. ever. But, but going yeah. going into this episode, this you don't expect that ending to happen pretty much at all. Yeah. And I mean I know we talked about it. And I think I was a fan at first of it being the last episode of Maul. But now looking back at it, I don't think it should be the last episode. Yeah, I think that is something we discussed. Uh, this I know we talked honestly, about Honestly, even if you just swap Lop, Lop and Ocho, Ocho and, and Akakiri, um, you've got... That's a better order to me. Because yes. Lop and Ocho does end on a, on a cliffhanger, but it ends on a pretty positive note. It, it, it's a hopeful note. It took... So, like, Empire ended on a very dark tone... But this was even worse, I feel like. Like, you feel like there's no hope, or at least in Empire. I mean, yeah, you didn't feel hope, but, like, you felt something. The only hope you felt was he brought back the love of his life. That's the only hope. Yeah. All of it's gone. And she has, like, no powers. Where, at least in Empire, I mean, Luke has powers. He was saved. I mean, you knew there was going to be rebuilding, but this is just the dark side one. So, Dan, 10-point scale rating. 10-point scale rating. I think I'm going to be a little bit of an upset here. I'm gonna to have to give it a seven. Seven? It's a solid rating. Mm-hmm. I, I I could be inclined to agree with that. Uh, okay, okay. I'm seven almost. Um, a little bit under a seven. I don't want to say like six point nine, but like like a strong six then. Yeah, a strong six, maybe a seven, depending on my mood. If I want a dark tone, definitely feel the seven. Dan preached to me about this one. Basically, mm-hmm. he, he was like, "I think you, I think you, I think you're underrating this one." And for before I watched it a second time, I was inclined to disagree. I am inclined to agree with you today. Seven is a solid ranking yeah. for this episode. If we can get more, I'd be willing to yeah. up it too. Yeah. Because to be honest, I want to see more. Yeah. I, I yeah. am intrigued. They pulled me in on this the, one. The Jedi stories is so intriguing. You, you can yeah. clearly tell he's so conflicted. Oh. I want to see where he goes. I'm I'm interested. I think he's a... You could argue he's one of the most interesting protagonists. He yeah. reminds me kind and of... And so is she. Yeah. She, she's a very good character, too. She reminds me of Padme, and he reminds me of Anakin. Like, Padme had power, of course. I mean, she doesn't, really. But, like, the idea of love and, like, breaking the heart of that person. And Anakin still being conflicted. I mean, we see this main character be like... I don't want to do this, but I have to save you, and I have to follow my master now. And just the idea of trapping them. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm definitely... I would love to see more. From yeah. This yeah. I think overall, most of these episodes, we've, we would love to see just a little bit more. Just a little bit more of an And even if they... Okay, let's say they do make season two, and it's just episode two of all these episodes. Oh, I wouldn't be fine with that other than Tatooine Rhapsody. Yeah, if I'm, it's eight episodes, I'll be like, oh, they took out Tatooine. I know. <laughs> I already know. You know if, they, if, if they have Tatooine Rhapsody 2, they're not going to have Tatooine Rhapsody 2 in my watch list. <laughs> <laughs> it's no matter what, uh, eight. Look, uh, but if they put another kid one at two, I would be fine oh, no, with no. it. Uh, give me another Toby. Oh my God. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not talking about like make two so, extra Tobys. Thank you. So, oh, yes. But if they made like Every single episode here have an extra episode, right? So episode two yeah, for all of them. But two was taken out and they put a new kid show in, I would be fine with that. It would just give us more ideas of like stories yeah. for kids. Yeah, and it's nothing against the studio. It's just not what we were looking for. Yeah, it's it's not. And, and you know, this is, in all honesty, it, it is our completely subjective opinions. We're, we're all 21-year-olds. Like, that's just not what we're looking for. Yeah. We're, not look, we're not looking for a really... 
kid appealing with show. No dad jokes. Yeah. From what I caught, there was no dad yeah, jokes. It was just like the difference between Toby and Bohemian Rhapsody. Or not Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> well, that <laughs> was a great movie. Tattooing Rhapsody was really just could I would an adult watch this with their kids and. Mm-hmm. Bohemian, uh, not Bohemian, you know, the Rhapsody one. did it one. again. <laughs> the, the Rhapsody one. See, Tattooing Rhapsody, I feel like, is something that your kids would put on. You'd be like, what are you watching? And, and you'd, and you'd be like, like never be mind. Like, I'm going to go do the dishes. You'd just be like, ugh. Yeah, you'd be like, uh, they got that on again. It's like Teen Titans Go. Like, the movie, great movie. I, I like Teen Titans pretty funny, yeah. But, like, just the TV show, you're just like, what is this? It's not my Teen Titans. So. Moving on, we have, we have now ranked all of these. Um. I think we're going to speed up this next part a little bit because I'm pretty sure there's a decent bit of agreement. So yeah. we're going to go, it's sort of the top three we want to see more of in season two. But well, Let's rank the entire series first before we do that. So what would you rank the entire Vision series? As a, as, as a series yes. as a whole? Or, or as Star Wars content? Series as a whole. I, th- I, think, okay. look, I think we yeah. should probably just look at the series. Yeah. Okay. I would say it's probably... Eight out of ten. I I loved it. That I would rewatch it. Exactly what I was gonna say. Like there was a lot of ideas presented here that I would love to see move forward. And uh, there's a couple things I didn't like, but overall, like there's was a great. lot of promising stuff presented here. I'm gonna give it a step above. I'm gonna give it about an eight point five. I think it's a, I think it's a very good series. You can't do that. Well, I already <laughs> did. <laughs> All right. So moving on. <laughs> so moving on. Um, this is supposed to be the top three we want to see more of in season two. I'm going to go ahead and tell you what two of them are because I know we all agree on this. Ninth Jedi and the Elder. Yeah, we rank Those it so are high. definitely what we want to see the most extra out of, but I'm interested to hear what you two think about which other episode you think has the most potential to turn into a miniseries or a full series or whatever you really think you want to see out of it. Okay, so I'm going to go unpopular opinion. All right. Okay. I'm going to go Akari or... Harry. The On ninth, the theory, yeah, theory. Yes. because that dark tone, I would just love to see more of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I would love to see more of like the bridal and all the bride and stuff. But like, just the idea of that darkness, and I know both of y'all probably wouldn't put that up there in the top three. But like, I just love the idea of a dark turn of like, I don't know how to yeah. explain. It. You know I what get, I mean? I get what you mean. I get what you mean. So, yeah, yeah. Um, this might be a little bit off, but. Lop and Ocho, I think really? would actually wow. not not my preferred per- perhaps, but I do see that. That's one, the one you think has the most potential. I, I do think it has potential to be a series because to me, when it, if you watch the episode, I near the end of it, I had a feeling of like, man, I kind of feel like I'm watching a Clone Wars episode. I, I get yeah. that, and that's why I think I could see that being a series. Just mm-hmm. it has the same kind of uh, not kiddish vibe to it, but it. It can appeal to both audiences, and it was fun. It, it, yeah. it, a couple changes to it, I could see it easily being a, uh, a pretty decent series. Interestingly enough, as much as I want to say The Village Bride, as I, much as I mm. really want to say The Village Bride, I'm with you, Ed. You Aka, are? Aka oh. Theory is definitely yeah. the one I am personally the most interested to see more out of. See, I, I love that character. I love both of the characters. I, I would love to see where it can go. And I'm just, I, I'm just interested. I'm intrigued. I think this character is yeah. interesting. And like we kind of know about the Village Bride, and like I mean, Toby's right up there. And with I think me. I think the Village Bride is honestly the reason I'm saying this is because I can see that as being the end. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I think Akakiri needs to go on more. Longer. It has to be. It, it's yeah. like you. I think to... I think it needs to go on. Yeah, longer. yeah. I, I agree with you guys. I definitely would love to see that expanded yeah. into a series. It, 
just for me, I can see Lapinocha. It's for as a business. Yeah. If I, if I was making a business decision, I can see this being a yeah. lot more appealing to a wider audience. And yeah. I could see all these honestly going. Uh, a lot Rhapsody. of them. A lot of them could go on further. But and I, I, I mean, the Village Brides right there with their. I mean, Toby for kids. The duel. I feel like honestly, it you can have more stories, but like it would the be duel ended. Yeah, I feel like the duel I, is done. It either finished or it's or five it, episodes. And that's it. that or it's like a Mandalorian kind of deal. Yeah. Like yeah. first season Mandalorian deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I feel that. So we kind of already covered this then. Uh, so we can move on to our, our final topic of discussion. Um, and this is just our own ideas for sort of what we think would be really cool to see either in a season two or in a similar type of vision situation. Just... Ideas, episodes, series we think would be really cool for Disney to incorporate for Star Wars in this sort of similar vein. Mm-hmm. I would love to start off. Yeah, I have go an, ahead, Dan. I have an idea that I think everybody's thought about before, and there's just no way. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting off, the, can- the canon for this episode, first off, Phantom Menace, my boy Qui-Gon would not die. Ooh. All right? So we'd have our, our boy Qui-Gon living. So, so, so it's Anakin, like a Anakin doesn't turn to Vader. We shall get to that. <laughs> and then once Anakin's brought back, he's given a more appropriate mass of an Obi-Wan. Such as, I don't know, Mace Windu. Ooh. Someone that can help him channel his emotional dark side a little bit better than Obi-Wan can. Because let's be real here, Obi-Wan was not Obi-Wan the best master. Obi-Wan was a brother, not a I father. I feel like the Qui-Gon really would have been the best master. Qui-Gon, yeah. I feel like they Qui-Gon would have both would have been left. incredible as well. I feel like both could have been good just because they had that sort of understanding that the dark side was not something you could just... They definitely both are willing to break the rules because there's a recent um, comic, I believe it is, of Mace Windu, where these parents are trying to get in contact with their child, who has been obviously taken to the Jedi Temple. And at first he's like... No, this is not a recent one. This is an old non-canon one. My bad. Um... But he's trying to, they're trying to get in contact with the child, and like at first he's like, no, and they're just like, please, like, we, we just want to know they're safe. And he lets the parents get into contact with their child, even though he's not supposed to. I, I, do, I, I do see where you're coming from. See, I think, so if Qui-Gon never died, Dooku never turns, right? So, 100%. Think about this. I don't think Palpatine rises to power. Mm-hmm. The whole reason they wanted to kill Qui-Gon so bad it's, was because Palpatine was afraid Qui-Gon and was think, going to sense him. Well, Anakin becoming trained by not only Count Dooku and Qui-Gon, but let's say he gets into like these ideas of like, okay, I'm very good and I can break the rules a little bit, but like still be part of the Jedi. It, I think it would have been a really cool turn. I would also like to see, with that, that canon in mind... The episode itself, I want to see it staged to where we have sort of an offshoot Jedi school for these, you know, in between. Kind of how Jedi. like Luke wanted to do with the. Um, so what the Jedi order. should have been. What the, what the Jedi should have been versus what they are that we see in the movies. So you would want to see more of like the light side of how they grew up and. That's stuff. a real what if situation. Yeah, oh yeah, right I, I wanted to. Would I, you have a villain at all, or would it be oh. more of like the school practicing? Oh, I was thinking more of, uh, you know, Jedi get a little bit too dogmatic. And, you know, they're a little mm-hmm. bit offended by this, you know, half Jedi, half Sith. Kind of turn against uh, yeah. where, where um, they become, Qui-Gon. We're, we're sort of... They, so, a, so a Jedi schism is yeah. what you're thinking. Like Je- maybe, maybe Qui-Gon, Mace, and a few other Jedi, including Anakin. It's almost, like a civil war, kind of. Almost kinda. break away from being... 
Kind of like the Jedi Civil War from yeah. uh, the Old Republic era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do feel like this would have a lot more, you know, emotional impact on an audience just because it's familiar characters. Yeah, we all familiar familiar character. We all know this. It, it, I mean, of course, if they did something with like the twins, where you know they didn't say it was Luke and Leia, but it's but pretty, it's a, it's presented it, similarly. Yeah. It, yeah, even still, I, I think it could be an incredible episode, and it's just such a really cool what if situation. It is. It is definitely pretty cool. What about you, Wes? Um, for okay. myself, I want to see Old Republic. I want to see something from the Old Republic. The Old Republic is probably my favorite era from Star Wars. I think I think it's so interesting. It's so untouched, and it's more than likely the next section that's gonna go. It, it is. It's just untapped potential. It, it it is like it is like a perfect vein of golden ore. And if Disney wants money, that's the way to go. It honestly. is. It, it'll draw back a lot of old yeah. fans. I mean, I want I want Nihilus. I want Revan. Yeah, and with this Kotor remake, this is a perfect, yeah, time. It's a perfect time. I, I yes. want I want I want the old Sith. I want the powerful Sith. Mm. I want the I want the Sith that Malik. overthrew the Jedi. Yeah, I, I love and I also love the abundance of Sith and Jedi during that time. Yeah, as well. there's just so many. Mm. It was like you had armies of them. Yeah, it wasn't the rule of two. Infinite exactly. potential for stories in the Old Republic. I don't need to see Nihilus and Revan straight off the bat, but I would love to see something from the Old Republic, either Jedi Civil War era, Mandalorian War era, or even if you wanted to jump a little up to Swotor, which is the sort of you know big Jedi Sith Empire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's such a rich era of Star Wars that. It seems a waste almost to not have them address the old republic in a show like this. I mean, we even did like a D and D type campaign yeah. as a group, like homebrewed and like this idea of like the Mandalorian War, and it would be so cool. Like we did, I mean, twelve levels of like you know, constant like grinding to like see which side we wanted to join and stuff. And I mean, that's honestly one of the greatest ideas ever. Yeah, I mean, older public just it has so much more potential than a lot of the the newer eras. Because you're not restricted by anything. Yeah, yeah, and, and just like the availability of. Um, and there's so no many. Lore, really, there's so many say. like legends, like books out there that you could take from, and just great and it's ideas. And so far removed that you can do these big drastic things in it, and they don't have to affect the modern game. Yeah, because if you're sticking in the Skywalker saga, you're kind of screwed yourself. You're like, this is what has to happen. Yeah, so. certain things just have to happen. Yeah. But they don't in the old republic. Yeah, yeah it, truly. Yeah, I, I, I do love your idea, Wes. Uh, yeah. What about so you? I figured one of us was going to do the old republic. That's why I didn't go down that route. I'm taking more of like the, like really high risk Tatooine Rhapsody, not musical Whoa. part. Not not a musical. He wants full Tatooine Rhapsody <laughs> series. But uh, I would love to see not a zombie apocalypse type thing, but in Legends there is the. Uh, Yang Zong Vong the War. Yuzong Vong. Yeah, Yuzong yeah. Vong. So, this great war happened in 25 to 29 ABY, right? The main reason I would want to see this is because there's a scene from the Yuzong Vong War where Luke literally destroys their entire armada mm-hmm. with the Force. Yep. So, I went into that, right? There was 300 people, or 300 trillion people. 300's not that much. 300 trillion on the was two people. <laughs> two people one of them was Luke and the other Boba no, but um I would love to see this idea and like we see like Boba Fett actually really enjoying the idea of like this empire becoming new and he wants part of it so he joins you know them and 
I, I would love to see the final battle of like the leader of the uh, Yizong Vong. Yizong Vong. Yeah. And Boba based, like versus Luke, right? And Luke just destroying the um I think the other thing that's leader. really interesting about this too is that the Yuzong Vong, one of the things that made them such a unique villain in the original Star Wars extended universe is that they're all completely disconnected from the Force. Yeah. They are, they are impossible yep. to predict the moves of because Luke can't feel them. Mm-hmm. Luke cannot reach out through the Force and feel them. So all of their attacks are surprises and to him. That's I mean when I looked up like zombie war type Star Wars, they were the first ones to pop up because they had that zombie like feature yeah. of like they don't connect. They just attack, 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 and like the leader going out. I feel like would be such a cool scene. Boba maybe escaping, and just Luke going out to. Cause the new order not to fall, and I think that would be one of the it best would, ideas. It would be interesting, no matter if it's in visions or something else, just yeah. to see an adaptation. Maybe like a mini series of yeah. this would be really cool. Yeah, another idea, a really cool, maybe a horror kind of idea. Yeah, you get stuck in hyperspace. Mm. Oh yeah, because that would be. A, I read a um. That would, that would be pretty pretty a little little spook season. Yeah, I've been reading spooky. a uh, book called The Death Troopers, right? And it's not talking about the Death Troopers. It's talking about this um, cargo ship or something that gets overtaken by a disease, and basically it talks about like this disease infects the stormtroopers and they become death troopers, and these prisoners and cargo all you know get infected. And it really good book. I mean, I'm not finished with it, so I don't know the ending. So. Don't spoil it, guys. I, I would love to see a similar thing. Um, since we're talking about the horror stuff, um, there's a Legends novel I have over here. Um, it's called Mall Lockdown. And oh. I would love to see like a gritty, hardcore horror film with a Sith. Because mm-hmm. Sith are scary. Yeah. Darth Vader scene, Rogue One, scary. That man is intimidating. Mall yeah, Lockdown is. is one of the best books I've ever read. Honestly, I love it. And it would just be, it'd be cool to see one where it's like, it's not about Maul. Maul is the antagonist mm-hmm. where it, it's it's really about some prisoners who are just kind of like going about their time in this prison and Maul's escaping and they're just like, fuck. We kind of we, We've got to get out, but we've got to avoid Maul. <laughs> we kind of see that in the Clone Wars too in season seven where Maul just is like, oh, Order 66 is happening. I got to protect myself. And I think it's just a really cool idea. Yeah, I mean, he's just a cool character in general, really. I, I mean, he's, he's my, got so much potential. Yeah, he's my favorite character, honestly, yeah. in the entire Star Wars. He's um, a lot of people's favorite character. Yeah. So and who can blame him? He's a badass. He, he looks cool. He's a badass. He's got double-bladed lightsaber. First character I mean, we ever see with a double-bladed lightsaber. How can you not love I him? I mean, I based my character off in the D&D off him. <laughs> and, like, I have a tattoo of him. Like, not of him, but, like, of his clan. And, like, it's just so cool. And I want to get more. Um, and I think we're about wrapping up today. So, uh, of course, as always, it's going to be coming out on Monday, 3 p.m., just like next week. We're going to have an episode coming out Monday, 3 p.m., just like the week after that. We're going to have an episode coming out Monday, 3 p.m. Yep. Week after that, Monday, 9 p.m. We, 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 I'm we, just <laughs> kidding. It's 3, 3. p.m. every Monday. you got to listen. Yep. And we would love feedback. We would oh, of course, of course. The 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 go to the Instagram, leave me a comment, send me a DM. I'm 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 checking it daily. I check it all the time. I will respond as quick as I can. And we're um, thinking about doing bonus episodes of like yes. you guys talking 
to us. The or... more the more interaction, the more the bonus episode. So it, we're gonna try out a bonus episode. I think we're gonna release it hopefully this week, potentially before this episode even comes out. We gotta discuss that. Um, but you know, we're we're working on everything. We're working on getting the YouTube set up. Still, you know, we're we're still a little behind on that. But you know, it we'll get there eventually. And we would love to see where you guys want us to go next. Yes, yeah. visions is kind of ending. Always up for ideas. Um, maybe in the bonus episode, we'll, we'll talk about sort of where we think we're gonna go yeah. after the series is done. Um, but I think that's about all. You know, hope you guys enjoy. Hope you guys enjoy every episode we make. Um, and if that's all, I've been Wes. I've been Ed. And I'm Dan. And thank you for listening to The Wedding.